I am not a financial advisor. This is not financial advice. Do your own research. Consult a professional investment advisor before making any investment decisions. This show is for entertainment only. Faites vos propres recherches. Here we are. In another episode. And the Simple Success Podcast. And this is Financial Life Coaching from a Happiness Perspective. Coaching happiness. Please keep repeating that all-important pair of words. They need to form a default in your mind about how to handle nearly anything. Seriously? Happiness as a way of life? Interesting take on realistic goals. Whatever you decide to call it. Last week? Ah, yeah, I got it. It was about the interaction between goal priming and... It was not. Right. Increasing income. Thank you. Oh, memory of DT. That's much simpler. Now, we explore not changing cooperation goals, but instead adjusting action steps. Wait, isn't there a book with that same topic on Amazon? Probably, but the original quote is from Confucius. When it is obvious that the goals cannot be reached, don't adjust the goals. Adjust the action steps. Adjust your attitudes towards goals. Pretty smart advice. That's what I said. So, what's new about this information? There may be nothing new, yet some people, including you, may never have heard of it. No information is ever wasted when it's shared. Agreed. I still remember talking about goal setting in episode 54. Yeah, and you better go back and listen to that again, DT. Mm, why? Is it related to what you have to say today? It is. Plus, I add goal conditions, like goal setting and a bit of procrastination. As on episode 71? Yeah, we talked about procrastination in that episode. So, a mix of both. Actually, action will also be a big part of today's topic. Well, what are you waiting for then? I feel you are procrastinating and getting straight to the point. DT, have you ever been frustrated about trying to reach your conscious goals? Many times, yes. Okay, what do you do in those times? I eat dirty socks. You what? No, you don't. Correct. Just making sure you're listening. Uh, really, I changed the goal to a more realistic one. Oh, that's certainly a relief. But tell us more. Colin, why do you take that direction? Been there. Done that. There's nothing new here. Let's adjust our goals accordingly. Smart goals, isn't that what we called them? Yes, and that's where most people go wrong. They throw away their active goal too early. Remember the famous three feet from gold story? Yeah, I do. Who can listen to this podcast and forget that one? Persistence calls for re-strategizing rather than giving up on a goal that you once believed you could reach. Adjust the action steps. There must be a point at which you count your losses and accept failure, right? Not necessarily. You cannot just accept that you failed at something simply because you met obstacles along the way. How do you do that without feeling like you've wasted some of your skill level? By analyzing the areas where you may have gone wrong and adjusting them. Many have done it and succeeded. Ask Hill and think and grow rich. Oh, that book again. Yes, and that book will make you grow rich. This podcast, too, will make you think and grow rich. Yes, that's true. If you take the action steps in caps. It's implicit attitudes, mon ami. Geez, John, you don't have to shout it out. I do, sort of, because you know stagnation might distort your hearing. 
Okay, let me lower my voice. Remember to take action. Is that better? So, scrapping out a goal that's not realistic is not a smart goal? That's not smart, because in the first place, it was a smart goal. What changes it now? Maybe laziness? There you go again, insinuating that I'm lazy. I am not lazy. No, DT, you're not. I said maybe. This could be a chance for introspection. I know your ways. I can feel the judgment in your voice. Sigh. Instead of trying to adjust and alter your goals, first identify your weaknesses and then work on them and improve your skills. Everyone has weaknesses. Even you, John? Do you have weaknesses? Mm, I think I'll change the subject and let Daniel take us to... Break number one. Hello, everyone. This is John with the Simple Success Podcast, financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Because we know you want to show us some serious love in return for the tremendous benefits you get from us, please subscribe to us in your favorite podcast player. You can find us on both the App Store and the Play Store because our message is for everyone. Leave a rating for us or even better, tell a friend. Whichever you choose, thank you so much for helping us do this for you. To leave us a written message, which just might lead to more in a future podcast, go to those same written show notes to find our subreddits. There is also our Facebook group page, Twitter, and other ways which we'll tell you about from time to time. You can also find an Easter egg every so often, so listen closely. Thank you again, and keep those constructive ideas coming. Since you went to a break, I'm changing the subject back. Do you have weaknesses? Yes, everyone has weaknesses, and that's why sometimes, most times, we need help. We can't do everything on our own. Okay, let me get this right. You're saying I might fail to reach my goal because I'm trying to do everything alone? Yes, running a one-man show as an entrepreneur can be a weakness that you need to work on. But sometimes I have my goal visualized, and I'm not sure someone else... Gets my vision as well as I do. Does it benefit you if you can't reach the goals on your own? Well, you have a point there. Everyone wants to win, I want to win. Yes, and keep in mind that both winning and losing people share the same goals. I know that what differentiates winners from losers is having clear goals and writing them down. That's also right. It's not just the way you see things that matters, it's how you think about them. How do I think about them? Winners and losers might share the same objective, like the same goal, but the people who failed were the people who lacked the necessary commitment. And altering your goal is a lack of commitment. Exactly. Do you see where we're going with this? Pretty sure it's going to be about committing to goals, right? That it is, Monami. Have you thought about your commitment to achieving your goals? Long and hard. Yes, I have. But I might need some examples to make it clear. Okay, picture the reward of achieving concrete goals. How will you feel having accomplished your goal? Ah, Visualization. Yes. When we focus on the reward, it motivates us to keep on until we achieve the goal. Even when we meet challenges in the process? A strong desire for an end reward will keep you motivated to achieve your goal, despite the challenges. Remember your why every time. Why? Elaborate that. <laughs> okay. When it comes to achieving goals, it'll be easier for you to stay focused if you know why you want to achieve them. For example... Let's say you have an extra job and you have met a challenge at meeting your set goals. Why did you take the extra job? To earn extra income in the same average time. Okay, that may be one of your rewards. But your ultimate why 
is to gain financial freedom. Make sure you regularly review whether your goals remain relevant to you. The sound of financial freedom has a pleasing effect on my ears. If it is still a relevant goal for you, you will squeeze it into your busy schedule. Maybe work extra hours to complete it. Anything for the reward of financial freedom. You know who can give us great perspective on staying focused on our goals? Who? I know you usually have some pretty dope guests for us. Thank you, DT. Today, our guest is Scott Aaron, the LinkedIn guru. Great. I can't wait to listen to his wisdom. Welcome, Scott. We're excited to hear from you. Hello, Scott. Glad to have you here with us today. My name is Scott Aaron from uh, now Marlton, New Jersey, formerly of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm a best-selling author, top podcaster, speaker, and uh, people consider me a, a LinkedIn guru. I pride myself on what I teach um, by backing that by still doing the do, but getting other people results that they're looking for in their business at the very same time. In your experience, is there a core thing that you find that if you go for that, you're probably going to be successful? If more business professionals, entrepreneurs focused on the aspect of building as many quality relationships as possible, they would succeed. If you think about all of the greats in business, they have alliances, they have allies, they have collaborators, they have people that they partner with. I always tell people that an army of two is twice as strong as an army of one. So many people try to go it alone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And what I what I have found in my experience, what, what has allowed myself and my wife and, and our company to grow and scale the way that it has is because we've built strategic partnerships. So you really have to position yourself with those meaningful business connections and relationships where when the time comes, where those relationships that you've built, those that are having conversations and something is brought up where it reminds that individual of you and the conversation you had, your name will start spilling out of multiple people's mouths. One thing that I take away from this is the concept of teamwork and how important that is. And I'm looking at a quote from Steve Jobs talking about teamwork. And he said, great things in business are never done by one person. They're done by a team of people, quote, unquote. Given that teamwork, what would you like to have a client of yours embody with teamwork? I would say someone that that is open and coachable. I think in, in any business, you have to be willing to take advice. You have to be coachable. You have to do things that are uncomfortable and in That's any important. sort of, yeah, in any sort of collaboration. So if somebody was going to be hiring me to help them, I have a very transparent and open conversation with the individual and I'll let them know, listen, I'm going to teach you everything that you need to know about optimizing your presence on LinkedIn. I'm going to help you optimize your profile, uh, start helping you generate qualified leads and connections. I'm going to show you how to message those people in a very genuine and authentic way. Um, I'm going to help you create the content that draws more people into what you're doing and give you this 20 minute a day process. Now I'm going to deliver on that, but you need to meet me halfway. Okay. You okay. need to meet me halfway and apply and hold yourself accountable to taking action and applying what I teach. I I'm not responsible for that person's success. I'm responsible for teaching the individual that hired me exactly what they're looking to learn. It's now on the shoulders of that person to meet me halfway, take the knowledge of what I've poured into them, and then they need to put it in action for their business. I always tell people, I'm not building your business. You are. 
But what I'm doing is I'm opening a third door of opportunity that you can step through, walk through, and utilize the way that I have to grow your business. Is there anything that you have done over the years that would that that led you into this that because you felt that it's the right solution that you were able to apply it to yourself? Well, for me, I was looking to move into the online space about nine and a half years ago, almost 10 years ago. I was a traditional brick and mortar business owner. Uh, I owned multiple health and fitness clubs. I was a personal trainer, sports nutritionist, and I was trading time for dollars. Mm, so okay. the more hours I worked, the more money I made, but that means the more hours I worked, the less life I was living. So I had to switch that mentality and say, you know what, where can I go in the online space where I could have the law of numbers in my favor? And what I mean by that is from a business growth standpoint, where can I market myself to the business professional that has the monetary means to work with me? So if I'm selling a uh, something of high value, they're not going to blink. They're not going to, mm -hmm. you know, hiccup over right. it. They're going to be like, you know what? I see the value in what you're offering. Let's dive in. But outside of the business side of things, I wanted new people every week. And the right. beautiful thing about LinkedIn is that you're allowed these 30,000 connections. So I could create new connections Every day, every week, every month, new alliances, new collaborators, and new opportunities. And the person that has the most opportunity is the one that has the possibility of creating the most success for their business. Right. The more things that you try, the more likely your success is going to come. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a big believer in don't try, do. Try is another, another word for maybe. You know, I'll try that. That's basically mm -hmm. saying, I might do that. Instead of doing that, do it. Just go right. for it. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? It's not going to work. So what? Now you figured out a way that's not going to work. So now you have to rework it to find another way that's going to work. Failure is a part of the journey to success. So the more often you fail, the more you're going to succeed. And that's exactly how Thomas Edison approached a so-called failure with a light bulb. So for users who want to connect with you to find more about how they would work with you directly, how would they go about doing that? My website, uh, which is www.scotteron.net. It's got all, it's the hub for everything that I do, my books, my podcast, my courses, coaching packages. Uh, but if you want to kind of just dive into some free content, obviously my podcast is a great resource for that, but also on social media. Obviously you can find me on LinkedIn, uh, but I also have a presence on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram as well. And if you just search Scott Aaron on Google, something will pop up that you can click on to find me. Okay, excellent. And we will put all of this in the show notes. Anything else you want to ask, Scott? No, just, you know, grateful for the opportunity to come on here. And, uh, you know, for anyone that's listening to this at, at whatever point you're listening to it, just uh, remember, you know, when you double, triple, quadruple down on the aspect of human connection, that's when businesses truly change. What do you think about Scott's perspective? I like what he said about teamwork and accountability. True. Now, goals need different strengths, which you may not have, but someone else has, and relationships are very important in achieving goals. Even financial goals? Yes, all goals count. In fact, I want everyone to take out a piece of paper and a pencil. A number two pencil. But first, break number two. We know a lot about you already because we know ourselves. For example, we know that you know how to listen to a hard podcast. We also know that you probably know how to subscribe. So as soon as you're done with that, tell us your story. We have ways you can contact us. It involves a special link where you can leave us a message. We may have an email address for you as well in the future, and we'll let you know if that happens. The reason for subscribing? 
I thought you'd never ask. When you subscribe, you automatically download all future episodes of that podcast. It just happens in your player without you having to go search again. How cool is that? This means better rankings for the podcast, more attention from advertisers, and more money. And this means more and better stuff for you. So your motivation is simple and easy. Subscribe today, whatever app, and from whatever place you like. And don't just try to subscribe. There is no try. There is only do. We're changing the way we look at things. And remember, that's good. Eso es bueno, civil. Also remember, this is financial life coaching from a happiness perspective. Coaching happiness. Our call to action is right in the show notes. Find it and you win too. Can I simple that? Por supuesto. Of course. Just simple it. Please make sure your seat belts are fastened and your tray tables are in their upright position. And make sure simple is a verb like Google is a verb. Before we went on our break, you promised to tell me more about achieving our financial goals. Yeah, I did. And you can apply these principles to achieving any goal, including financial goals. I would like you to talk about achieving financial goals and tie it into investing, please. <laughs> your wish is my command, Monsieur DT. Investing could be part of your financial goals. Keep talking. I am taking mental notes. I hope you find some good use of those mental notes you're taking. What happened to the pen and paper, by the way? I don't know. My memory is crisp. Very well, if you insist. As long as you maintain a positive target and do it a high percentage of the time, maintaining the right relationship between skill and attitude. Focus on goals. These other things are secondary to our topic. Thank you for the reminder, DT. Financial goals, especially investment goals, require persistence to realize. What happens if I lose everything? Losses are some of the obstacles you might face in the process of achieving your goal. Whoa! What do you do when you encounter loss? Remember what we said earlier. Stay focused on your why. Why did you venture into investing? Where do you see yourself in five years after you have achieved your financial goal? Financial freedom, multiple sources of income, early retirement, being able to afford my dream holiday. It is great you can picture the rewards and privileges that realizing your goal will accord you. Now, think of other steps you can take to reach your goal. Think broadly. I could invest elsewhere. Say, buy other stocks or invest in bonds. Right, DT. Taking a loss in one investment doesn't mean you'll take a loss in all your investment efforts. A loss might be painful, yet it is an opportunity to learn where not to invest next time. It is. And you also need to ask for professional advice when you meet challenges along the way. No single person has a monopoly of knowledge. That's why we need professional guidance. A professional? Who should I look for exactly? You could go to a stockbroker, financial advisor, or a financial coach. Depends on what your goal is. What happens when I realize that my initial plan to achieving my goal can't work? Well, there's always plan A, B, and C. Re-strategize and plan again. Poor planning can ignore critical workplace skills and certainly derails your efforts towards your goals. So planning involves adjusting the action steps? Yeah. If company A stocks are not as profitable, you can invest in company B, which has the potential of making a profit. You will have adjusted the action steps and kept your goal intact. What about diversifying? By all means, include this in your plan. Just be careful you don't stretch yourself so thin with many goals that you lose focus. What do you mean by that? If you feel like your life is always moving so fast, that you don't ever get to accomplish anything, then you may be setting yourself up for failure by trying to achieve too many tasks at once. 
We'll talk about that in a future episode, right? Right. You need to know the difference between diversifying your investments and multitasking. What is the difference? Diversifying ensures you have multiple sources of income, like we've talked about, while multitasking is often nothing more than looking busy. But we'll get into that later. Gaia, is that all? For today, I think that's enough. Go work on your mixed model analysis goals. My what? Your goals, any goals. Short-term goals, long-term goals, common goals, as long as they are measurable goals and achievable goals, and like we said, smart goals. And win at achieving them. Yes, because winning is our ultimate goal. And be happy in the process. Which is how you've all gotten good. Gracias por escuchar. Salut. A la prochaine. This podcast and our other podcast are productions of Little Red Hen Industries. The supporting cast who helps me bake the bread includes Techno King, John C. Brandy, Alter Ego, Doubting Thomas, Fact Checker, A Small Brown Beef Animal, Seriously, Tiny. Facts are important but are also easy. Social Manager, Abraham Lincoln, Media Expert, Augustus Caesar. Psychologist, William James, Sound Designer, Adobe's Creative Suite, Spanish Consultant, Cameron J.K. Brandy. French consultant, Leah, the do your own research lady, videographer, Eto Monkoshki, audio props, Les Paul, inspiration, many podcasts and other sources and of course Napoleon Hill. We also have websites and you can subscribe to both podcasts. You can even send us a video, audio or text message, but of course you'll have to head to the show notes either on your phone or on the web to get the links and stuff. And all those clickable links are in the show notes. And before we forget, the artificial intelligence or AI voices that you hear in our work are offered up by Google, Amazon Polly, and OpenAI like we say in the show notes. They don't sponsor us yet but we love what they do and we just love what AI can do when lovingly crafted. Finally, you can find us on ProtMatch.com, Matchmaker.fm, PodBooker and Podcast Guests where we consider guests and consider guesting on other people's shows. And really finally... The music for our pods comes from Cute by Ben Sound and from Piano Background by Nick Simon Adams, as well as from AI MuseNet. The sound effect credits go to Jackson Academy Ashmore, Kanusi G, Dr. Jekyll, Joe Payne, Everything Sounds, MK Play More Stories, ERH, Sand Emotions, Big Pickle 51, and Just Kidding. Yes, that's his or her name. All on freesound.org. Also, languages are the bomb. Paul.